0: hello there all you creeps if you're one of the many new listeners or even if you're someone who's been around and has chosen not to rate and review us on apple podcasts do it now or i will forever haunt you in your home that basically just means i will provide you with the best cuddling that you've ever experienced and i'll probably do your dishes honestly you can also help support us all by giving us a five-star rating on spotify and by following us on our social media at the fright crew on insta and the fright crew pod on tiktok I also just want to tell you guys how much we adore and appreciate all of your continued support and we thank you from the bottom of our decrepit little hearts. Now roll the intro! <laughs> Welcome to the Flight <laughs> What's spooky, it creeps. I'm your incredibly grotesque brundlefly that pukes on his plain cake donuts while my ear falls off, and also you're a fucking drag, you know that, Jensen Harper.
1: Woo <laughs> <sighs> oh, I today I'm I'm just a gal trying to watch an arm wrestling match, and I get hooched out for a hundred dollars by you, a guy <laughs> who's morphing into a fly.
0: Oh no, I'm sorry.
1: But I'm like not mad about it, oddly enough.
0: I promise I don't have bad intentions. I just want to use you as a scientific experiment.
1: That's okay. Oh, Courtney, though. Uh, yes, yeah, Courtney. Right? <laughs> and I'm a baboon.
0: But <laughs> you can call me Brittany. And uh, yeah, so Britt, what the hell did you pick, dude? What are we covering tonight?
1: I picked... Also, we're the fright the... crew. Sorry. <laughs> oh... I know I was about to say that, but I'm like, it's. Fine. Um, I picked David Cronenberg's *The Fly* from
0: 1986. Yes, dude, very, very stoked yes. to be here. Yes,
1: I know, I was so excited for this one.
0: Same. I didn't think I was going to be that excited. Like, like I knew I love this movie, and mm-hmm. I got a lot to say because. Right off the top, I'd like to say that I think David Cronenberg is becoming one of my top ten favorite horror directors, for sure. He's just... Like, he kind of hits the nail on the head for me, personally. Um Britt, you're probably mm-hmm. not in that bracket, because sci-fi, but that's okay. <laughs> um a
1: sci-fi boy.
0: Yeah, sci-fi boy. I mean, dude, like... Ah, fucking, like... Last year was The Brood, the first time I had seen that, and I lost my fucking mind. Videodrome rules, scanners, like, just so much. And, like, this is... Probably, I think this is the first Cronenberg film I, s- I had seen, and it fucking rules. So, do you guys have, like, a gush for it? or Like, why did you I, pick this, right?
1: Um I picked it because I've seen it hundreds of times. Nice. Like, it came out the year I was born. My mom saw it at the theater. Um, it was funny, because she's like, you probably don't remember that. I was like, probably not, because I was a <laughs> baby, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was just always on. We just always had it on in the background. I didn't even know it was a horror movie until I was older. Like right. I just thought it was just a gross, like experiment gone wrong kind of movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've just I've I've seen it so many times and I've just kind of it's always stuck with me, uh, that character. And then of course like Jeff Goldblum is <laughs> gorgeous and Gina Davis is gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. So I just love those actors. And uh it's, yeah, it's just a um, a memorable film for me just from my childhood.
0: I get that. And I didn't mean to interrupt you, Courtney. Sorry. What were oh, you going to okay.
1: say? No, I, <laughs> I honestly was probably just going to say, like, a babbling thing. I don't know. Um, but same, like, my dad always watched this one growing up, too. Okay. So I just remember it from being super, super small. Um, right. But I never really, like, I didn't remember the whole thing. I just remember glimpses and, like... Yeah, him being all gross, and I remember just being kind of freaked out. But then watching it again as an adult, I was like, mm. okay, like there's a reason why I remember this movie.
0: Oh yeah, big time.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, this shit is crazy, dude. Honestly, like if you haven't watched it in a while, definitely sit down and rewatch it because it's fucking crazy. So, all right, let's get to the brain.
1: Um, yes. So, The Fly, a 1986 American science fiction horror film. Uh, Directed and co-written by David Cronenberg, produced by Brooks Films, um, and directed by 20th Century Fox. Uh, Film stars Jeff Goldblum, like we said, Gina Davis, uh, John Goetz. Um, Great cast. Loosely based on George Langenhans' 1957 short story of the same name, um, and the 1958 film of the same name as well. Um, I have not seen that original, though. Have either of you? No. No, I haven't yeah. Not either. Yeah, and surprisingly, I for didn't even me, know no. there was an original. Really? Until yeah. I didn't either this until this year, until last to be honest. <laughs> Kyle's like, yeah. I'm going to watch it too, and then he texts me in the morning. He's like, was was it the original 1958 one that you guys are talking about? And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I I've surprisingly never seen it. Sadly, I know. I'm
1: surprised with with you and the dates and the yeah yeah I didn't know there was one until like last year when I watched Eli Roth's history of horror and they went over mad scientists and they talked about the fly and this one and the one from 1958 and I was like oh there's one from 1958 that's interesting (laughs) um so the film has a runtime of one hour and 36 minutes which I think is perfect yes you know that um so in the early 1980s co-producer Kip Omen um, approached screenwriter Charles Edward Pogue uh, with the idea of remaking the classic science fiction horror film, The Fly. Um, Pogue began with reading the short story um, and then watching the original film from 1958 uh, which he had never seen prior. Um, Deciding that this was a project he was interested in, um, he talked with producer Stuart Kornfeld um, about setting up production and Kornfeld agreed. Um, The duo then pitched the idea to executives at 20th Century Fox um, and re- received an enthusiastic response. Um, Pog was given the money to write the first draft of the screenplay, um, and he initially wrote an outline similar to that of the original short story. Um, and both he and Cornfield, Co- Cornfeld, <laughs> I cannot speak, Hayman <laughs> Cornfield, uh, thought that it would be better to rework the material to focus on a gradual uh, metamorphosis instead of an instantaneous monster. Um, however, when the executives from 20th Century Fox uh, read the script, they were very unimpressed and immediately immediately withdrew from the project. Um, after, but after some negotiation, Kornfeld um, came up with a deal with Fox that they would distribute the film um, if he could set up financing through another source. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So after filming ended in 1986, um, a rough cut of The Fly was shown to Fox executives who were impressed at that point. Um, And a rough cut was previewed at Toronto's Uptown Theatre in the spring of that year. Um, So for the score, um, The Fly was composed and conducted by Howard Shore and performed by the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, It released on record cassette and compact disc. Um, with three additional tracks exclusively included on the latter. Um, and in 2005, a remastered and reissued um, version was released on a two-disc set with Christopher Young's album For the Fly 2, which I also did not know existed. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't know that, but I Yeah, I, do I guess know.
0: there's some pretty gnarly dog death in it.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, well, might have to not put that Ooh. on my list
0: then. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and yeah, then, it's a little rough. Yeah.
1: You've seen it too? But not like, ruff! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Insensitive. (laughs) No, it makes light of the shitty situation I'm imagining. (laughs) Um, So for uh, makeup, um, the award-winning makeup uh, was designed and executed by Chris Wallace, Inc. over a period of three months. Um, The final Brundlefly creature was designed first and then the various steps needed to carry the protagonist the protagonist, um, to that final form were designed after that.
0: <laughs> it's just like a descent the whole fucking film. Like It really is. Each stage. And like mm-hmm. it's crazy how they keep adding to it. Like y- You'd be like, how far can this fucking yeah. how go? How much more? Yeah. But like it just <laughs> how many more going? teeth
1: yeah. and how many more fingernails can be lost oh, over Ugh. the course so. of the Those like, fingernails? Mm. I cannot do fingernail <laughs> stuff. I can't. Nah. Uh. Makes me want to VOM. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting into the last of it, box office stuff, um, budget was estimated at 15 million. Um, opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada, um, grossed 7 million, and then uh, gross U.S. and Canada is 40, and then gross worldwide is 60 million, Noice. which is a lot of money. Um, and then ratings, we have a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a 3.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd.
0: Hell yeah, dude. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, definitely have to do the deep dive on Mr. David Cronenberg. I'm very excited to be here in this moment. Are you guys Are you guys Yay. pumped? <laughs> uh, yeah, <I> I'm <laughs> just
1: yes, as pumped. I love, I love David Cron- Cronenberg.
0: For real, he's got dude. some good
1: stuff. I mean, he definitely loves diseases, which Oof. sometimes I'm like, ew, ew, ew. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I get it.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite wild, favorite wild boys. So David Cronenberg was born in Toronto, Canada, on March 15, 1943. As of today that we're recording, his birthday was two days ago. Happy belated birthday, my sir.
1: Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Isn't it such do a small love world that every time we do an episode, it's, it's always weird. like a weird coincidence, like, like, oh, well, this is the anniversary of the movie yes. was released. Yes, dude. It
0: happens all the fucking time. It's, it's super weird. weird. His parents were Esther Cronenberg, his mother, uh, who was a musician, and his father, Milton Cronenberg, a writer and editor. So you can automatically see where he got some of his roots from. Uh, growing up in a middle-class Jewish household, of which all of his grandparents lived in Lithuania, David grew up surrounded by many different types of books and films. His father wanted to get him into the artistic aspects of the film, but he seemed more interested in westerns and pirate films. So he had fun at first, but then he went serious on us. Jeez, Mr. David. David read many books and magazines where he was introduced to writers such as Ray Bradbury and Isaac Asimov and Philip K. Dick, one of his biggest influences. He also read comics, which he feels influenced a lot of his work. Comics published by specifically EC Comics, especially. Uh, he saw them as scary and bizarre and violent and nasty. I get it.
1: Mm,
0: so, David, yum yum yum. <laughs> David's Ooh. horror influence was brought on by, of course, a lot of horror, science fiction, and thriller films, but also Bambi and Dumbo, the Disney films. The first time that he had seen Bambi, Aww. which I know how sad, right? The first time that he had seen Bambi, which it. he considers to be the first important film he had ever seen. David recalls the moment that Bambi's mother is killed and how powerful that was for him. Spoiler, sorry. <laughs> If you haven't seen Bambi yet, yeah. then, uh, I, who are you? One of the first films ever. <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> that's like—I'm pretty sure you watched that like out of the womb. You know, and that's yes. just like that's
1: yeah. like the first movie. Yeah, they show you in the hospital yes. after you are, <laughs> yeah. are Yes. Yep.
0: They're all Disney, Disney, Disney. <laughs>
1: uh, David I can't even see in color yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: David began writing even as a child, of which he mostly wrote science fiction. He went to Harvard Collegiate Institute for high school and went to the University of Toronto in 1963, where he was entered into the Honor Science Program and had an interest in botany and (laughs) Lepidopterology. Let me try that word again. Lepidopterology. (laughs) Lepidopterology. Fuck it. Uh, I think it's butterflies, my dudes. (laughs) It's just interest in butterflies. Okay, perfect. Just say. butterflies (laughs) he ended up switching his otters to english language and literature within his first year there wow a film made his made by his classmate david sector entitled winter kept us warm inspired him to get into film his first two films were shot on 60 mil film i don't know what said that word they were called transfer and from the drain he graduated from toronto university in 1967 his first marriage to Margaret Hinson in 1972 gave him a daughter, Cassandra, of which the brood was partially inspired by his marriage with Margaret and the unraveling of their relationship. Cassandra and David have fought over this fact. That's rough. <laughs> He's just like, all right. Well, dang. Nothing like, nothing like making a
1: movie over your, <laughs> your own yeah. like, trauma and right. stress and not feel awkward about At it. At the sake other of styles. other people. Yeah. <laughs> oops yeah you're like cool man thanks
0: <laughs> and then well well then uh carolyn zeifman and david met on the set of Rabbit while she was working as a production assistant they had two children together and that was obviously the second wife i should have added <laughs> caitlin and brandon were their two children and unfortunately Car- carolyn sadly passed away in 2017 only so so, during the 70s is when he went into partnership with Ivan Reitman, of course. The Canadian government actually funded his films at the time, including Shivers and Rabid. Rabid gave Marilyn Chambers, a pornographic actress at the time, space to work in other genres, which is important. Um yes, very. Yeah, I think more people should do that. Like, um, recently on Euphoria Season 2, one of the actresses was a porn star. Yeah. And it just, like, opens up more opportunities for them. Yeah. like Because, especially porn, sometimes, like, you have to be an okay actress. Yeah. Right? You know? So, yeah, just... <laughs>
1: uh, Brits left, <laughing, laughs> sure! <laughs> She's like, well... You guys are watching some artsy porn
0: because I'm not. <laughs> Holy shit. She's like, I've got your meat pizza.
1: <laughs> She's like... Uh, I'm, not I'm like, there's no storylines in my porn. We're just saying. watching porn. <laughs>
0: So he didn't only focus on horror, though. Between making *The Brood* and *Rabbit*, he made *Fast Company*, a reflection on his fascination with car racing and bike gangs, dude. Um, so Mr. David Cronenberg and I would be very good friends. Yes, you would. <laughs> like fucking only. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. David says that his films should be seen from the point of view of a disease, or of the disease. Disease and disaster in David's work are less problems to be overcome than agents of personal transformation. Mm. So. You're not really supposed to relate to the characters as much as you are the actual disease and what's happening to it. Okay. Um, And yeah, kind of like what you said, Courtney, David Cronenberg has collaborated with composer Howard Shore on all of his films since The Brood in 1979, with one exception of The Dead Zone, which I've actually never seen The Dead Zone. Sorry. Um, I've heard it's great, though. He also worked closely with his sisters under various titles, and the cinematographer Mark Irwin up until 1988, and since then has worked with cinematographer Peter Shushitsky on all of his films. That's a name, dude. Shushitsky? Shushitsky, dude. (laughs) Damn. So, David Cronenberg currently lives in Toronto still. So, love him. And uh, his filmography includes, but not completely encapsulates, um, started with Shivers, Rabid, Fast Company, The Brood, a personal favorite, Scanners Rules. Videodrome is fucking awesome. The Dead Zone, still need to watch Mm -hmm. it. The Fly, this of course. Dead Ringer's Crash.
1: Crash is so good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is solid. Existence, Spider, A History of Violence, and Eastern Promises plus so many more. And as for the movie trivia, I don't have a whole lot, even though there's a whole lot out there, but hey, that's fine. (laughs) Um, the baboon in the movie. So, Brid, <laughs> your name was Typhoon, I guess. Yeah. And uh, you were absolutely Ooh, like fucking it. wild on set, supposedly. Jeff Goldman was the only oh, one know, of the few I read people. It. Yeah. He was one of the few people who could actually wrangle the damn guy. The that damn would be guy. terrifying,
1: though.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like.
1: Like a wild monkey.
0: And baboons will yeah, rip your no fucking face off. Yeah, they
1: will. Yeah. And there's no way of really training them.
0: No. It's a They're fucking baboon. They're not like
1: and I guess, yeah, I guess apparently I was really Randy for one of the uh, somebody there <laughs> on set. That was clearly my height. And yeah, oh, I was just like going rabbit on her. Oh my God. For some damn. reason. Damn.
0: <laughs> the boom operator. Come here. Boom op- <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> Oops. Brett, you need to calm down. <laughs> I know.
1: It was Randy.
0: <laughs> um. This, yeah. And Courtney... Pretty much already alluded to this, but uh, the special effects supervisor Chris Wallace, who came up with the Brendel fly design, was listed first on the credits and ended up getting an Academy. I always fucking say that Academy, academy. dude. Academy. I hate my life. Academy, academy Award,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> that year for best effects. That's
1: awesome. Which that well deserved for sure. Right, and he yes. claims
0: he thinks it's to do with the fact that he was listed first in the credits. Which oh. I mean, you never know. I didn't even notice that. Another funny fact, Mel Brooks actually helped produce this film and yeah, he thought I that people that. Yeah, he thought that people wouldn't take it seriously with him attached, but so he like hid his name for a little bit. Um here's something to like eat for dinner tomorrow. The fly's vomit was made from honey, eggs, and milk. Hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on the milk, but
0: Oh god. Is this gonna be like the next thing that we, it could be, yeah, you guys are gonna bathe in it and shit. Yeah, Jesus
1: for the next Halloween party, we're making stop, stop. a smoothie. Stop right there. out of those ingredients. Stop. I mean, and, uh, dude, that's basic, basically eggnog.
0: my dude. That's basically eggnog with honey in it.
1: Uh, yeah. So mm, the kind of tastes sounds yummy. Okay, moving
0: on. <laughs> Uh, I guess it took nearly five hours to apply the makeup to Jeff Goldblum. Sorry, dude. Could oh, you man. imagine how uncomfortable it was, too? Bro, and he's got, like, different stages Jeez. of it. Like, could you fucking imagine if he... They're at, like, the point of the movie where he's, like, covered in shit, right? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we applied too much makeup. We, we're shooting a scene where you don't have this much, like, boils and stuff. Like, fuck. We got to take some off. Sorry. Yeah, and then Yikes. my last trivia. This is eventually played as a double build movie with Aliens, which had come out the month prior. Gotta love it. So, Rooney Weaver and Jeff Goldblum have they worked together? I don't think so, and they should have. Yes, or they still <laughs> can, I guess. That There's, would
1: be. They're both still a alive. Team.
0: Yes, that would be a good looking couple. Which also, I gotta say, did you guys find? Because do you guys both find Jeff Goldblum attractive in general?
1: I do. Okay. I do uh not to the level that a lot of people do. Yeah. But he's definitely charming. No. He's got something.
0: Okay. He well yeah, I like something. his personality. No.
1: I, but... I mean I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you gave me a hundred bucks, I, I probably would.
0: Oh man. <laughs> they gotta pay you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck.
0: No, because yeah. Chanel, like, she was like, Oh my god, he's so ugly. And I was like, a lot of people find him super attractive, and she was like... I think
1: it's the personality, too. Probably. Because there's a lot of, like, not yeah. conventionally attractive um, just people in general in Hollywood, and they have personalities that, like, make them attractive, like Michael Sarah for Aww, instance. Cutie. yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's adorable, yeah. but he's, like, not what people would consider, like, a heartthrob.
0: <laughs> True. But True, I love but... him.
1: Our yeah. mans, a lot of people I show him to, and they're like, what? Like, Dev Patel.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, my my dream man. I love him with my heart. Welcome but to the
0: <laughs> podcast, episode. What Julian? if he came in the room <laughs> right
1: now? Uh, he would oh see me god. looking like a freaking couch potato. Like a lobster frumpy. dude,
0: just chilling all red. But uh
1: yeah. I love him. But yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, is is cute in the fly, and he's cute in Jurassic Park, so I'm you know, young Jeff Goldblum yeah. can definitely tap it <laughs> come on by.
0: <laughs> i think uh th- for some reason he does look a little off in this movie like i'm saying even legitimately in the beginning he looks some like something's off cuz him in like Invasion of the Body Snatchers and like you said Jurassic Park he's definitely a lot more attractive
1: yeah but something about mm-hmm.
0: this one i don't know he's a little off i don't know why to me
1: maybe his character too he's a little yeah he's, he's a little love more nerdy character. in I fucking this one love i do of but cute. he's he's got like a um, spazzy. Yeah, spazzy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Frantic.
0: Frantic and just a lot. Okay, let's jump right into <laughs> the heart. Britt, let's hear it.
1: All right. Seth Brundle is a research scientist employed by Bartok Sciences who has invented telepods, two matter transmission pods that teleport any object through space from one telepod to the other telepod. But it isn't until Seth meets journalist Veronica, I'm gonna say Quaif. <laughs> <laughs> Seth achieves successful teleportation, but something goes horribly wrong when Seth uses himself as a guinea pig in a matter transmission experiment. As he teleports himself, unaware his genes have been fused with a housefly that was trapped in the telepod with him. Seth now finds himself slowly transforming into a terrifying mutant creature known as Brundlefly. Fighting in a fierce battle as his mutated genes begins to take over.
0: <laughs> Brundlefly. <laughs> Love it, dude. <laughs> Fucking iconic. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that the listeners caught up and they've never seen the fly, because this is like a hidden gem. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. I, gotta, I actually have two questions for you guys that are equally as important. I'll start with the more, like, you know, chill one. If you guys could personally teleport anywhere right this fucking second, where would y'all go? I want to hear it. Courtney, where Ooh, are you going? Japan. Japan, dude. Reasons?
1: I've always wanted to go. That's like nice. one of my top, top like destinations
0: Ooh, the food man the food yes the yes. food for sure but you gotta go like cherry blossom time because yeah
1: that with all like the beautiful room. like blooming plants and yes, yeah. yes
0: hell yes brit where are you going
1: um gosh. well shit saint patrick's day so i think i want to teleport to ireland
0: Ooh. <laughs> hell yes dude get just getting drunk on yeah, hell yeah. plus like i
1: just want to see some <laughs> greens Greens, yeah. greens, greens. Yes. And shape and like scratchy wool sweaters.
0: Yeah. You for know? For real. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm super down. <laughs> love it. I like for real. I've always like been fascinated in whales. Like, fuck it. That's my location. Mm-hmm. I'm going to whales. Okay. And like, I just, in another life, I dead ass, like, I don't love the ocean, but like, in another life, I was the dude with like the neck beard the kind of rustly <laughs> hair and the fucking s- the sweater and just like fishing for no reason
1: nice. I love that. that was I love like that dead ass me at
0: some point with like an accent that you do not know what the fuck yep. I'm saying So Amazing.
1: that's like your past life person yes
0: yes that's me <laughs> you pronounce my name Jensen <laughs> yeah
1: you're like huh you're all, I'm a lobsterman you what
0: dude all Tell solid us about locations the briny deep yes And my second question, which is going to be fun, too. If you guys can mesh with any animal, which animal would it be? Britt, let's start with you.
1: uh, I'm going to go with bat. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) I can (laughs) nod with you and your bat.
0: Not bird. Only bat. Birds or bats are back to the best She's still keeping birds. her nips, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full-on nips. Yeah, dude. All Extra right. nips.
0: <laughs> Courtney, what about you? Uh,
1: maybe, like... Ah, uh, uh, fuck. Oh, I'm going, like, either I'm feeling like a wolf, but I'm also mm. feeling like a shark. <laughs> I'm also feeling like... <laughs> a scorpion
0: stop <laughs> oh. <laughs> Two <That's you> guys
1: <laughs> scary
0: um y- s- cool so any of those stories? yeah all
1: any yeah honestly just give me anything but like
0: anything yeah but. i'll just
1: take anything but okay. maybe maybe not like, a like cow. one of those they're kind of boring books <laughs> The all effect. the animorphs are so cool <laughs> I yeah, i'm just like evolution <laughs> the one that like the little boy turns into a lizard yes yeah. dude fuck that yeah. would suck <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird those books are so weird that would suck she says <laughs> that, that would, would You're like are you fucking kidding <laughs> so me out of all, all of the I animals you give lizard. me a lizard
0: <laughs> you <kidding laughs> fucking superpowers of a lizard?
1: I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> I'm a snake.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. I was also Oh, I'm gonna... seeing
1: one now when this girl got turned into a starfish. Yes, dude. That is, that is awful. awful. That fucking rules so <laughs> hard. It's fuck. like, what are you uh, doing as that? Yeah. Hold <laughs> on, let me spin over. The bare minimum, I guess.
0: <laughs> just walking on the ocean floor. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: took it like she's like spinning like a... Like a ninja star.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I was what gonna say dancing? wolf
0: as well, but also since you said that, I'll be a fox because foxes are. Oh
1: yeah, too. ooh, That's a good one. And sly. Cool. Yeah.
0: Okay, so moving in my notes, um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum really exudes the nerdy scientist vibe for sure. Yes. He is vibing, and I love it.
1: Yes, it's so adorable.
0: It is. I was actually going to say, out of the three scientists, quote unquote, the first one, Jeffrey from um, Frank and Hooker. I don't know if he was exactly a scientist, whatever. He was doing something. Um, out of the three scientists that we've talked about this month, I would say he, Seth is my favorite person.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree. Mm-hmm. He definitely has more of the lovability, uh, approachability. Yeah. Like, not I would mad him right, right off, off the house. bat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly last crazy. Yes. Right at the start. Like, yeah. G- does he, you know, graduate to crazy? Again, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Right. But in the <laughs> beginning, it's like, oh, no, this is a safe. Yeah. Like, I would want to be friends with this person.
0: Well, yeah. Because my next note was, LOL, welcome to my home in an alley. Oops. So, like, <laughs> yes, that, like, him, him personally, it's fine. But, like, they just like park in like some random ass back alley and he's like so we gotta go up these like 15 flights of stairs mm-hmm. it's like alright dude this is my house I guess
1: <laughs> he immediately goes in and starts playing the piano and the whole <laughs> time I was just cracking up cause I don't know if Courtney or if either of you have been in a situation where you've either gone to somebody's house that you don't know oh, yes. or like a guy invites you back and yeah. then he's just being really strange and you're just kind of yes. like <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you're with like a friend too, so it's like you and your friend, and then they giving have. Giving each other the look, <laughs> the side
0: eyes. Oh, God. Him and
1: his friend, and then they're like, let's, and then they're like quoting Rick and Morty or like fucking oh playing God. some sort oh, of strange Lord improv. <laughs> giving me PTSD, Brittany. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, oh, well, this is fun, but maybe I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like it's texting like, your friend, know. like, 911, let's get the fuck out.
0: Oh, oh shit! Man. He's just
1: playing the piano, but all right, neat, cool,
0: man. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> well, seem she too was down it. for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was fine.
1: Cause she made the first move.
0: Oh so hell yeah! Yep, she does. But speaking of her, journalists are savage. Honestly, they'll do anything to get like a story out. I yeah. feel like, cause like that's her first intent is like she just yeah, real quick
1: on it. Yeah. Got the tape out, being real sneaky about it. He was right. just like casually talking, and then was like, What the fuck? Why are you taping me?
0: Yeah, exactly. It kind of, yeah, kind of sucks. I mean, and it makes me think of like real life. That's how they be, dude. They yeah. just like
1: chill. Mm-hmm. Anything for the coin.
0: Right? um So, Mr. Brundle, where did you get a baboon? <laughs> I don't. Oh, I was thinking too. I know. Too. Like, where I like, the...
1: Yeah, where the fuck did he get that? Oh, <laughs> and I'm then like...
0: where did you get a second one? <laughs>
1: Like, how much do you make?
0: Yeah, yeah. how much do you make? Like,
1: clearly a baboon can't be, you know, budget-friendly. Like, that (laughs) thing sounds pricey. Or he stole them.
0: Did you steal it? Yes.
1: (laughs) Where did you get that monkey? Yeah, but where are you stealing monkeys from?
0: The zoo. Yeah, but, like, that
1: wouldn't be easy.
0: But he's also, like, a scientist nerd, so he probably has a hookup. He's got the zoologist in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. let me in, dude I, he's got a key probably. He's gonna steal the hippos next. The baby the baby hippos.
1: <laughs> and those are big, beautiful baboons. They are. Like this is not beautiful just some smiles. rickety shit, oh my you know, God. rat that you get from the lab. Like that was like yeah, a, just yeah. heartbreaking that first one. I was like,
0: boom. Oh, right, yeah, I was gonna say that creature. animal death is fucking gnarly, dude. That shit is crazy. <laughs> so
1: gross. So like comes out of spaghetti.
0: Yeah. yeah like raspberry
1: preserves yeah it was
0: all (laughs) noise and everything yes exactly (laughs) so this motherfucker wears the same exact thing every day bro i can't process people like that do do we have anyone like that in our lives i don't Eh, what who who are you about no. to say carl <laughs> I'm
1: yeah he has uh three of the exact same shirts and pants he wears Dude. them every day oh god <laughs> <laughs> no i i don't think i know anybody like that yeah no i mean i could sense that he could probably probably have like asperger's or something like you just like a you like a distinct routine
0: this For is sure. what you
1: do Every day it's easier just to have the exact same outfit. Like he was saying, like right. Einstein did it. So it's like I do it too. So
0: Right. And like that's what sure. Steve Jobs did too. Like that's yeah. how he was. So like I get it, but also stop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a little, like, a little cuckoo, stop trying to make but a I, point. I, I get it being as like maybe it's it's just it's comforting. <laughs> it's just how their brain functions to have a set routine. And so they don't but have to think about it to yeah, me no.
0: always was like like see i just have a bunch of black t-shirts with different things on them so i just kind of yeah. i'm able all to my just clothes kinda, look the
1: same but they're dude different. yeah
0: right so just maybe figure it out i don't
1: like yeah, just, i mean what am i saying i wear leggings every day <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> yep.
1: <keep> what other <laughs> pant am i putting on a sweat yeah, pant
0: exactly occasionally
1: dude. a a pleather legging but that's still fucking legging No, yeah every pants that i own are stretchy pants <laughs> my work pants that look like nice work pants no they're stretchy pants <laughs> yeah. so who am I? <laughs> I who am i to throw stones at seth brundle in the same yeah. tweed jacket every day
0: true and that that jacket is fucking nice <laughs> yes.
1: yeah i'm like at least it's like you know top shit
0: Yeah, at least it's not a fucking turtleneck, Mr. Steve Jobs. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, (laughs) true.
0: You fucking dork. You (laughs) could have (laughs)
1: picked one outfit that looks better than
0: Yeah, dude. Turtlenecks are not flattering, bro. Come on. On anyone. No. What Mm -mm. the fuck? And, like, aren't you hot? Okay, moving on. (laughs) So, Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum honestly have really great chemistry.
1: Yeah, they do. Yes. Well, they were dating at the time. They shot this movie.
0: No shit, are oh, you serious?
1: Yeah, they were together. That's fucking a awesome.
0: I had no idea that they ever yeah. dated. I just um, thought they were like Liddy, Liddy. David
1: wanted to find someone that would have a good connection with Jeff, but oh. not, but like in a way that they can kind of still make it seem like they just met. So yeah. he just liked that they had this chemistry. They were already dating. They had a good kind of uh, connection, um, but then also being great actors, are able to kind of just make it look like oh well, hey i just met you that's awesome right but yeah they were dating
0: wow yeah that that totally shows on screen i guess then for sure mm-hmm. sick um <laughs> stathis or stathis whatever the fuck his last name is um stathis. okay yeah stathis veronica's ex has some serious serious penis envy
1: He's just a creepy dude. There's always a creepy dude in the movies we talk about.
0: For real? Of course. And he's a creepy dude. <laughs> but he is very upset. He's like, totally. his giant penis. I was like, oh, bro. Yes.
1: Yeah, so what did he say? What that were the, the exact words? Line. were like, <laughs> his, uh, what did he say? says, I'm onto something big. And he's all, what's that? His cock?
0: Yes. <laughs> his giant <laughs> cock? I was, I was like, <laughs>
1: oh, oh. I cackled. I Penis dying. envy. Penis envy. Dude. Yeah, I was <laughs>
0: Calm down, I mean, though.
1: he's a dick, but at the same time I was like, I had to give it to him on that one because yeah. he was just right and on top like, of it. he's like on the ground when he says it too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's yeah. funny because he's super gross and manipulative which is not yeah. funny at all, but yeah. yeah. He's just...
1: Just shows up at her house.
0: Yeah. Down, in the he shower. shower. Hello? Don't do that.
1: He's like, oh, I'll keep the key in case. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, just give her the like, key. Just give me the fucking key and get out. Yeah, forever. And then, just, then he's just casually at the mall while you're trying to shop for else, a jacket. The rest <laughs> of the movie. No. But then I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, I've had exes like that. Oh. I mean, not like harm. It was like harmless, but it's like they just casually were at the same location, huh. and you're, you're like, like hmm. why the fuck, you know, is casually with the Brandon at the nail salon? What are you doing? Uh,
0: here? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. Oh my god. But yeah, there was
1: no like, you know. He was fine. He's harmless.
0: Doxen, what's his fucking name? Address. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, there was a scene where, like, the baboon's like, like, bro, no, don't do it. Because he, like, jumps on him. And he's like, dude, uh, it's when he, like, gets drunk and is going to go and get transported for the first oh, time. Do you
1: know, in that scene, they put the f- they put a fly on a fishing line and they, like, waved it around the baboon. Okay. So it's a live fly, and then okay. they, so that because you can't really train a baboon. Yeah. So they have the fly just kind of <laughs> dangling around, so oh. he can like swat at it. So you can have like the idea that there's a fly oh. here. There's a fly, and that's amazing. And you know, foreshadowing into what's gonna happen. Right. Right. And the fly deserves an Oscar. I hope he got paid.
0: Shit, <laughs> this guy, man, his little window. The, he was the moment, dude.
1: He Hells. was.
0: Um. Why does Seth get naked? <laughs> do we? Yeah, I don't
1: know. He's a crouched too. Yeah, maybe like, they can't teleport with the uh,
0: clothes on. I don't know. Maybe. I just was like, okay, well, maybe it's just like, hey, let's get some nudity in here, even though we don't see his peen, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm I was got- fine
1: with it. I just, I thought, I just chalked it up to being like, maybe you can't do it with clothes. He can be naked.
0: He just is, like, super drunk and just gets naked. and <laughs> runs around his He's loft. lonely. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just hanging out with a baboon naked. Okay. That sounds that's, weird. Yeah. Sounds that like sounds a weird like a weekend. Friday night. Uh, <laughs> I say weird weekend. You say Friday night. Okay. <laughs> um, I love that he turns all crazy, like, buff and agile and starts doing, like, dead-ass Olympics in his apartment.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Dude, he goes. It was
1: mesmerizing. It yes thrill. and like full gymnast
0: well and it's cool too because like you could tell that some of them were him doing it other than when it was like the behind shots yeah. where it was clearly yeah not him but still yeah. like
1: the full bar action. yeah yeah he did that <laughs> thing
0: in the chair yeah where he just like lifted sure. himself and i was like wait what's That's up hard. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> holy shit I have no arm strength. I will literally break a chair first. To, yeah, like, no. <laughs> God damn. Um, One of my favorite scenes is probably when they go to the cafe. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's going so wild. And he really wants a fucking cannoli.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he goes, waiter. Yeah. She's like, do you want some coffee with your sugar? And he's like, oh, what? Yeah, What's yeah, going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, he even yeah anyways. He pouring even so much of it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, It's like, yikes, what's going on with you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it, cannolis are a fire, but... Oh, they're so freaking good. Yeah, but guy, calm down. (laughs) Yeah, he was
1: fiending for some cannolis. Yes, dude.
0: I did write the quote down that I uh, did in the intro. You're fucking drag, you know that? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, he was so fucking
0: bitchy. Oh, man, he just, he lost it, man. Well, they had the
1: long sex scene where she's like, fuck, we've been... And for like five hours. Yeah. And it's like, let's just keep going. And it's like, damn, man. And I'm like, woo. Yeah, that's, that's a lot.
0: A lot. Come but on. But also,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I want a little bit more.
0: <laughs> uh, it's definitely me getting my wrist broken at the bar. That's me in a wheelchair.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: I was like, yeah, this is, this yeah, is, is my is Yeah, cringed city. me out. Yeah, like yeah, if, if I were single, I would be fraction. the guy at the bar every fucking night drunk as shit with my homies just arm wrestling the wall I don't even know who I'm talking to but then here comes Seth Brundle just fucking my shit up I got weak wrists okay I got carpal tunnel I'm kidding (laughs) I don't know what this means. I put, ah, ha, ha, ha. He lives with his mother. He turns savage on her. What the fuck? Oh, that it's
1: because he, uh, <laughs> that girl that he took home said she lived with his mom, but then Ronnie shows up and he's like, oh, I live with my mom. Oh too. yeah,
0: dude. Oh yeah. 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 I was like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck does this mean? Yeah, yes. Fucked up. I live <laughs> with my mother. He says. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He's he such was an savage. ass. so savage, oh but God. yes. He drug her through the ground. Ooh. <laughs> Also, Seth doesn't like baths either. Ha ha. Well, he's one, wrong. One for so my was yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: Probably yeah, for I'm good I'm right reason, there with right. Ronnie where I'm like, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> this, even if he wasn't fused with a fucking fly, he looks stinky. Oof.
0: But, I mean, hey. When, when you have sex for six stinky. hours a But day, also,
1: twank. <laughs> <laughs> come on down.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, like, when you have sex for six hours, uh you're going to be pretty stinky, dude. Oh, yeah, you're going to be a little <laughs> Your whole apartment just has fog in it. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, gosh. Dude, I kind of lost it when he starts punching, like, the wall. <laughs> it just, like, explodes. excited <laughs> about out. out. Go, <laughs> go. <laughs> 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 but I got powers. Dude, like, I want to do that really bad. Like, I don't think Chanel shit. would be
1: very happy. Oh, if that- come
0: on. <laughs> I just want to break every wall in the house. That sounds amazing. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? <laughs> that would be really expensive. Like the Kool-Aid man.
0: <laughs> uh, she comes home. The next home, episode,
1: is just... like, yeah, so I just destroyed everything. Yeah, wall it's in an open floor
0: house. plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is where you're, kind of, you're starting to see more of his descent into madness. Yeah. And just like he was trying to get Veronica to go in the pod. She didn't want to do it. She was, he was trying to get, I think her name was Tawny, like that, uh-huh. you know hook yeah. her from the bar to go do it. Yep. And she didn't want to do it. It's just a lot of crazy. And he's like, it's, we need to, you know, we can be the power couple. And
0: yeah, it's just,
1: yeah, it, it's starting to get very sad. And it's, yeah, he's starting to go a little cuckoo crazy.
0: <laughs> cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for sure. Because then we get the fingernail scene and that's hard oh, to Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh. It's hard.
1: Oh, and then he squeezes his finger yeah, and just, like, oh, ejaculates to <laughs> the mirror. I'm like, ooh.
0: And yeah. I said
1: that, too, last night. I was like, oh, he just, like, ejaculated on that mirror. And oh, okay. And like, oh, <laughs> ejaculated. And I was like, yeah, I went there.
0: <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Britt is bringing all the facts tonight. <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, I laughed because, like, his little computer says, if secondary element is fly, what happened to fly? Fusion. <laughs> I don't know. dude. It looked funny. <laughs> just, like, written it out. It just <laughs> was something, man.
1: Splicing.
0: Splicing. When Veronica goes back to his place, he looks fucking nasty, dude. Like, he, like, hobbles around one of the little pods. And that's when, like, they do something to, like, his eye. Like, one of them is, like, really big. And one yeah. of them is like smaller. It's yeah. pretty gnarly. That's when he starts getting real nasty, bro. Don't yeah. love it.
1: And that's when he does the whole like vomiting on the donuts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pukes on a donut. Then his ear falls off. That about sums up this movie. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's
1: like oh.
0: And then I just got excited for Brundlefly because we finally get like where he's like climbing on the walls and shit. Yeah.
1: Brundlefly. Yes. Yeah. Teeth. Yes. Yeah. It's like his teeth fall fall out. He has his collection in, you know, the medicine cabinet of his parts. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeremy was like, do you think his penis is in there? <laughs> I <was just> like
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably, I dude. Probably Why would like, it I not be? It. I was like, yeah. you
1: saw it? But That's funny. Oh, yeah.
0: Easy, dude. You gotta yeah. keep it, you know, on lock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I do love seeing him kind of crawl around on the ceiling. It's, yeah. like, it's a little wild.
0: I mean, I don't know exactly where this attributes to, but Stathis fucking sucks. Like, I don't know... Well, because um,
1: Ronnie comes back to her house and, you know, claims that she, you know, that she's pregnant. Hmm. And then she has that nightmare about going to get an abortion. Yes, and yes. Stasis is saying, like, no, this is the best thing yes. for you to do. And she was being kind of, like, unsure if that was really what she wanted to do. Yep. And he's like, no, we're doing it. Yep. Um, yeah, and then we have that, you know, larva scene of oh, her
0: dude. <laughs> giving
1: birth to a larva it's super larva. uncomfortable
0: yeah it's super uncomfortable
1: it's so, <laughs> so oh, gross man. and like traumatizing
0: and yeah you hit that nail on the head because that's where i was just like y- uh like nothing is worse than like a guy who they're not even like together bro calm the fuck down yep. this isn't even your lady to push her into getting an abortion, which I know it was yep. like a dream or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. fuck that. No, I vehemently disagree. Gross.
1: Yeah. Especially, you know, cause it's, it's a scary process, even with her making the decision or it yeah. being her choice to wanting to have the abortion. Yeah. I don't know if he really needed to put in any sense at all. Yeah. On, you know, when she was feeling a little insecure, if it was the best idea sitting there being like, no, it, it is the best idea. And it's like, you sh- shut up.
0: Seriously, like, who dude.
1: <laughs> Yeah, who are you?
0: That was yeah. so gross.
1: Dream Leto. sequence or not, it was still kind of, it was a bit like, yeah. yo, chill out.
0: Right, exactly.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, and then moving <clears throat> into like, yeah, the real uh, scene of her. She still is pregnant and still yeah. trying to figure out what we're doing about that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it. it it's actually like, one thing I pulled from this viewing was it's actually pretty emotional, I think. Um, yeah. It just feels a lot more serious than I've taken it in the past. Yeah.
1: I cried at the end.
0: I mm. get it. Yeah. I'm like, "Who,
1: it. yeah, who am I crying at the fly?" but Yeah. Right. it kind of turns into this kind of tragic like love story, like a yeah. little bit of like Phantom of the Opera or Yeah. Uh, beauty and the beast or something where you just have a now you have a connection with these two yeah. characters and he's like you know, I'm a monster and Right. Yeah. or like King Kong, like when he like busts through, yeah. you know, the hospital window and like carries her off and stuff. It's like a lot of, yeah, it's very emotional and like he loves her and she yeah, still loves him. And yeah, uh, it's just, yeah.
0: Right. And and that scene where Seth has like a monologue of becoming a fly who dreamt of being a man or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It just felt super emotional. And yeah, um, It just felt like a giant turning point in their relationship to me where I kind of came up with this theory that I wrote down because like this was just kind of my take, this viewing, like maybe. And I did read a trivia fact that kind of was hand in hand with this um, that I think it could potentially represent the issues of drug addiction and how it affects people around them. You see someone deteriorating, deteriorating in front of you and you feel like there's no way to help. Even, like, when she thinks of having an abortion, it's, like, deleting the existence of that person. Yeah. And, like, obviously, she Mm -hmm. thinks of it as, like, a larva, you know. Like, it's just, like, a more fucked up version of it. Yeah. And, sadly, like, an addict will stop at nothing sometimes until the drug literally kills them. Yeah. And they potentially overdose. Kind of what happens, you know. Like, he's very addicted to the science of it all. And so, you know, and, like, I don't know. That just kind of hit, like, a low note for me. I was, like, that's very tragic Mm -hmm. and sad because
1: and like the the AIDS epidemic was really at its height in 86 so uh, David kind of depicted some of that with this movie of just like looking at deterioration with disease and cancer and things like that as that slowly eats away at at your body and
0: exactly um, just
1: how tragic it is
0: Right, I mean, who would have thought a movie called The Fly was going to be so sad? But yeah. yeah, and yeah, there are some very bombastic scenes in it, but uh, yeah, it got pretty emotional when you are invested in these characters throughout the whole time, and you, especially when they have such great chemistry like these two do, mm-hmm. you're just kind of rooting for them. And then, of course, we yeah. get like Stathis being so fucking disgusting of a person that it's just like you're really rooting for these two to. Yes. Kind of make it and they just. And
1: him dissolving the shit oh, out of his foot. Oh, I feet. love that. <laughs> yeah, and that his was gnarly. foot was so gnarly, but at the same time, I'm like, Stathas with the O face was a little much yeah. for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get that maybe that's how someone would react in shock and pain, yeah. but at the same time, I'm like, yo, chill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then You're looking leg. a little
1: orgasmic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he can't move. Yeah. He's just chilling. Yeah, that was like my last note. The last 10 minutes popped the fuck off and I forget how much I love the shit out of this
1: movie. I thought the exact same thing after the movie ended. I was like, holy shit. Like, I'm crying. I, like, what are my emotions? Um, yeah, it just, because it had been a couple
0: years. Yeah, same. For sure. Easily,
1: And it's so sad because he like fully evolves into like that fly, full fly creature and it's just, it's so gross to see (laughs) it all like happen and it's he's just gnarly looking and then he tries to like get back in the pod and <laughs> yeah. that gets fucked up and he yeah. gets fused with the pod. I know, <laughs> so <crazy. laughs> It's so
0: crazy. so horrible. There's just it's like just, cables and mush yes. and flesh. So oh.
1: sad and just looks so, gross. so in pain. Yeah. And then he just sits there, like he brings the shotgun to his And his, his eyes like <laughs> just look. Yeah. Sad.
0: Yeah, a little bug boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm crying. Little, little bug boy.
1: So sad that he's like, no, just fucking shoot me for real. I can't.
0: I can't either, and dude. Just,
1: and why are we all crying again? <laughs> oh, I know <laughs> because it was so
0: heartbreaking
1: Aww. just to be like, you know, clearly still had some human in him to be like, no, just yeah. take me out. I can't even right. move anymore. Right. And then she's just being so heartbroken. Yep. And. Yeah, shoots him and then that's you know, that's all they all she wrote on that. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. And then, you know, roll credits and then <laughs> you're just sitting there crying. Yeah, I'm you're like, just like cool. then the screen goes black and you see your reflection in your computer screen. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn. What the
0: fuck? Fuck me up.
1: Yep. Wow, how um, are we
0: gonna transition into a game?
1: right? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Wipe our tears. Oh man.
0: Yeah, and get back to the fun of things. Good <laughs> thing it's just a movie, kid.
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) But yes, it's definitely, it's an excellent movie. Great job, David. You make some great, you make some great shit.
0: Yes. Click, click, clack, clack. Love it. All right. You guys know what time it is. And now it's time for. Do you want to play a game? With Boo, Barry Britt. (laughs) All right. What game are we playing tonight, Britt?
1: Tonight, we're playing Two Truths and a Fly. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Love, love, love it. (laughs) A little play on words.
0: All right, let's see who gets these wrong like we played last time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'm going to give you guys um, three uh, trivia facts, and you have to decipher which two are true and which one is the lie. All right. All right, here we go. Jeff Goldblum was often, was often wearing as much as five pounds of prosthetic makeup during his fly transformation. Next fact. This is the second of three movies that co-star Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis um, have starred in together, the others being Transylvania 6-5-thousand and Earth Girls are easy. And then, Seth's gradual transformation into Brundlefly happens over six weeks and four days.
0: Damn, oh wow.
1: I'm gonna say the first one was true, the second one was false, the third was true.
0: I'm gonna say, I think the last one was false, so the first two were true.
1: Jensen is correct. Oh, Jensen? What I
0: do, guys. Look at me.
1: (laughs) So, Seth's gradual transformation into Brundlefly happens over four weeks and six days.
0: (laughs) She (laughs) did it again, folks. Jensen's
1: like, I knew it.
0: I knew it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the cause of death. Dude, Britt, it was your yes. pick, so kick us off with your rating. I'm super curious to hear where we're all going to land.
1: Um, I give the fly a four point five.
0: Hell yes, hell yes, dude.
1: I I love this movie. It's just, yeah, I've I've, I've grown up with it. It's always going to be a part of me. Mm-hmm. So I guess I could say I have spliced myself with the fly
0: Ooh, <laughs> yes, the yes.
1: my <laughs>
0: <life>. <laughs> little does the listener know that she has little like things coming out of her back
1: <laughs> her Don't fingernails are falling off as we speak
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like her one I'm, calm yeah, pretty gross <laughs> in real life <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty gross in real life oh my god Jesus Christ alright let's hear it Courtney
1: Um, I'm gonna go with a 4.2 okay
0: so, why? No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, give me the fucking reasons. I need receipts. I need a PowerPoint. I need <laughs> citations. <laughs> yeah, I'm just feeling a little Silly Goose mood.
0: I'm feeling so, silly for, <laughs> a
1: little Silly Goose? 4.2 action. Yeah, um, that's... Mm. Yeah, that's very high, though, because so, I love yeah. this movie very, oh, yeah. very much.
0: Yeah, I mean, bro, I can't imagine any of us disagreeing or like someone coming on here be like yeah two out of five like i'd probably be like i don't know if we could really podcast either.
1: i'd boot them off the yeah, yeah. right now
0: there yeah because you have this to edit just... out
1: their voice on every single part
0: <laughs> right 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 just sorry you don't exist anymore i'm talking to a wall <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um i am going in tandem with Britt yet again like last week too 4.5 out of 5 um Ooh. it's funny because actually i was looking at my rating from a long time ago like a few years back and it was a. Uh, would have been like equivalent to a 3.5 oh. or like a seven out of 10. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's dude. I just like, it sat with me and I was like,
1: yeah. okay.
0: Cause you know, and when over... you
1: understand more about stuff too, exactly. Like pay yeah. attention more. Yeah. It yeah, it changes your opinion.
0: Right. And like, as I've said here on before or said on the podcast before, like I've watched a lot of movies in the past, you know, five years, I'd say like a lot more than I usually did back in the day. And I've seen some really stupid shit. I've seen stuff that I'm like, wow, this is awesome, but it doesn't really mesh with me. Something about mm-hmm. The Fly hits that sweet spot. Like, it's perfect sci-fi, a little bit of drama. Yeah. And even, some like, romance. Yeah, I got some romance. Even the comedy aspects, like, when he's just punching a wall and it's exploding. Yeah. Gotta love it, you know? So, um, yeah, dude, it's a near-perfect film for sure. This and shit. it's a
1: very easy watch. It, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's chill. It caught Chanel's attention, which she's obviously seen it, but she's not super into body horror, so... Yeah. um, And that's probably the only thing (laughs) I I am not either. Okay, (laughs) yeah, I was going to say... This
1: one's the only one I could feel I'm okay with, but still, the whole time, I'm just like, ew, 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 ew.
0: Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. I was going to say, like, for the listener who isn't super into body horror, if you haven't seen this for whatever reason, um, it it goes there. It goes pretty nasty with some shit, even, like, right in the beginning with the baboon death and stuff, so... Yeah, it definitely takes to some crazy places. And out of Cronenberg's like films, I'd say when it comes to body horror, quote unquote, this is probably one of the gnarliest ones. I mean, there's some other ones like Videodrome goes to some really weird places. Yeah. Um, uh, the Brood is like weird. Yes. In some areas of the film, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. This one, just dude, I'm yeah. I'm so stoked that we like ended it on ended March Madness on. Such a highlight because we we had all great films, like great picks. We
1: got one more.
0: Oh, fucking yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We have to reveal (laughs) that at the end. Get ready for that, listener. Yay. (laughs) True.
1: Kind of like a bonus.
0: Yeah, more so. This will
1: kind of like solidify the month here. Yeah, we got one more little fun bonus. We
0: do. And you caught me on that. So, yeah, let's just call it call it a wrap on our personal picks and yes. um march madness has been a success so far <laughs> all right guys that was the fly brits pick for well you know last personal pick of march madness kind of closing Woo. it out almost um from 1985 right question mark? 86. Why 86 fuck me whatever dude <laughs> um directed by david cronenberg so yes it, what am i saying dude <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck it's 10 p.m
1: where can we find you jensen oh
0: my god yeah well should we announce <laughs> it first or yeah, we
1: yeah could do 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 the announcement.
0: It. okay yeah um so we had a guest lined up that they just kind of fell through it happens it's no hard feelings it's whatever so we're gonna just kind of do the backup plan which is continue march madness which we're all super stoked for Mm-hmm. Um, who who wants to say what we're doing that Jensen is Let's not all
1: say it on three.
0: No, you two say yeah! it because you're, okay. you're stoked and I'm me and not. Brittany
1: will, me and Brittany yes. will say it How on fun. three. It. Okay, one, mm-hmm. two, three. The Rocky Horror picture, picture Show.
0: show. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Rocky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's going to be a thing. I know I'm going to get raked through the fucking coals. I'm not a Poor fan. of
1: Jensen. <laughs> Uh, no, we're gonna, gonna have a bombastic for... filled time oh, next week. Who's I'm so gonna excited.
0: sing first? Cause it ain't me.
1: I, I, I'll, I'll take ain't... the lead, oh, and I'm then sorry. Brittany will do the finale, so you yeah. can do Sounds the good. middle.
0: It, we have to sing all of our notes. No, thank <laughs> you.
1: yeah, they would just click off immediately because I have a terrible, terrible singing voice. So. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, to the listener, like, sincerely, I'm not gonna be trying to offend anyone. I just am not the biggest fan of a musicals and b this specific movie doesn't really do it doesn't touch me in the private parts in a good way i don't yeah. know whatever it's it's just a whatever yeah. film to me it's fine so <laughs>
1: <laughs> meanwhile I'm crying. <laughs> i'm like yeah, why like, are you like, saying we this we'll let you finish but like
0: yeah i know shut the fuck up right you're wrong. so <laughs> i'm actually debating i was gonna ask if one of you guys i'm not kidding want to take like the notes that i usually take because yeah. if i take the <laughs> notes it will just be negative as fuck the whole time i'm yeah. <laughs> serious
1: so uh, we'll come in with our notes
0: okay For yeah sure. you guys come in with your notes because <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna be chilling listening to you guys like fucking gas it up so Look forward to that, (laughs) listener. It's going to be a fun (laughs) time. You'll give it a watch. Maybe
1: you might turn around. You You might change your mind. You're feeling kind of poo-poo about the Lost Boys, and then you watched it, and you were about it. She's not
0: wrong. She's not wrong. Give
1: Tim Curry another shot. (sighs) Yes.
0: So, yeah, if you want to catch me online, (laughs) you can find me and roast me about Rocky Horror Picture Show um, on Jensen Harper on Instagram and the Letterboxd app thing that you yep. log movies yep. that wait till you see my review or well just my rating of Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, Where yeah. are you at Courtney?
1: I am on the same as well. Um, you can also find me at Jensen Harper. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am Little Sky Dancer on Instagram and Southern Hell H-E-L-L-E on Letterboxd.
0: Yeah. Brit, where are you at?
1: I am also on instagram tiktok and letterboxd all at the same handle at boo berry brit that's boo berry as the cereal and brit b-r-i two t's come Ooh. on bye
0: yes check us all out we're having a good time i like to roast y'all on my stories and to- yes, call you out because yes, i got my new shirt
1: <laughs> doesn't we- have good taste in beverages it's fine
0: wow <laughs> What the fuck? Just getting called out. Oh, next week is gonna be fucking wild. All right.
1: Um, we definitely have a very, you know, sibling type relationship. Yes, a lot's All going three on of us over together. there. together. Yes. We like yes. to fight. My two games.
0: older brothers. I love you guys, <laughs> <laughs> Courtney. What should the listener do for us?
1: They should leave us a rating and review and we will make them an egg, honey, and milk smoothie and give them a big old smooch.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. And uh, (laughs) Britt, where can they find us?
1: You can find us on Instagram at The Fright Crew and on TikTok at The Fright Crew Pod. So, come on down.
0: Come on down and call me out for editing a podcast, I guess. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If I were to say anything, yeah, stay Brundle, baby. Stay Brundle. Bye. Bye. Bye.